0: Hey guys, uh, and welcome to our new episode. Uh, we're excited about this song because it's just Ian and I, and we're uh, we're really thankful not to have Pooch with us in this episode because we can actually speak about things that we care about, and we're all really, really excited to get to the deep, dark depths of our curiosity. Um, all jokes aside, we are reflecting on the month of diet and nutrition, um, and we're speaking about, really the next month ahead, um, our definitions of spirituality, Uh, and uh, do you know what it's it's a really good natter between Ian and I um, particularly towards the end in fact I'd recommend just skipping forward to the the first half an hour sorry yeah the last half an hour actually Uh, enjoy this is the Dog Days with Ollie Scott Junior L Style, and Ian McKenzie these are the Dog Days it's not a And we are live here, right here in London City, with me, Ali Scott, and Ian McKenzie. Um, um, yeah, Jesus
1: I just passed my driving theory last Whoa! week. <laughs> and No one's uh, congratulated me yet. I've congratulated you, mate. Well done. Oh, thank you. Why? why when when you when you when you pass it late, you actually get um... embarrassment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you fail that, you're a fucking mug. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward. I'll be on the roads in 2020. thanks What are you
0: expecting out of being on the roads? Driving. Yeah,
1: gratitude. (laughs) What am I expecting? Uh, Transportation? No, I'm not. I don't know if I'll actually drive. I think it's more just peace of mind. I feel like um, you can only have so many things that you can't do in life. And I think when you know that, they just bring you down regularly. So you, I can't really. Actually, I cycled a lot in Australia one day, so I feel like I can officially say, oh, "Right, I can ride a bike." Now. So you are,
0: you were immobile, immobilized, <laughs> and now you are being slowly on, on a journey, barefooted, albeit mm. to mobilization.
1: Yeah, I think the world needs more cars. So yeah, Um important. are you doing it in a Prius? In the, <laughs> no, the main one. I can't. I can't even ride the bus. Actually, yesterday I rode the bus and ended up throwing up everywhere in Weybridge car park because you were so disgusted about the pollution. Yeah. Right. <laughs> No. Yeah, so um well, look something. Well done. Yeah. Thank you. So I'll be driving. I think in like February I'm gonna do the intensive week course. I wanna just be pent up in York just learning on the, the country roads off okay, and off. Second episode of Top Gear.
0: Yeah. Right,
1: well look, thanks,
0: thanks man. I wish you the best of luck.
1: Thank um, you, mate. <laughs> so we've had a we've had a
0: month of uh of D and D and the D and, 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 and N. which What is... did you make of DNN?
1: I'll be honest. Yeah. I... you're <clears> quite vocal about uh, it Last episode, weren't you?
0: Yeah, yeah. And if anyone that hasn't listened, or if this, this is the first podcast they've listened to um, of the Dog Days, firstly, welcome, and where the hell have you been? Secondly, we 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 started out with the best intentions, and that was always do that. To, yeah, yeah, to learn about nutrition and diets. Because yes, it was January, but also there were so many things within culture, like Game Changers, like What the Health, and all those things on Netflix. That I think throughout a lot of a lot of chances and opportunities for people to have opinions. Based their almost sometimes political agenda on um, diet. And I felt like it was quite negligible around what humans actually need for fuel. So, what do you mean by that? Sorry. What I mean is there are all of these movements, like everything in society, but diet and nutrition, it seems to be the last one that really got used for this, that now became almost vehicles for. Political, well, not political, more societal or environmental things. Mm, like yeah. Game Changers was also off the back of methane gases and therefore environmental, you know, everything like that. And I I think people have been are neglecting their own, can be maybe neglecting their own health for the sake of making a political movement and backing it, right? So when we approached this month, I think we wanted to, like in quotation, settle the debate between carnivorism and uh, veganism. And I, I... I sort of left with the same view, really, and that is each to their own. (laughs) Which is a really bad summary.
1: Well, um, politically, I think we need to be making decisions for other people, sacrificing our health, but that's another topic. I think we're very selfish, aren't we? So... In society, but we're not going to go down that road. No, no. I think, yeah, I, I don't feel like I've had any debate settled. The only thing that's settled in my mind is when I actually got hoodwinked by Game Changers, and and I have to hold my hands up because when I hear other people referencing things that that documentary says, mm. I kind of like, oh my word, you like you. Thought this like you actually got brainwashed. I don't know brainwashed because I don't know if that has been factually proven to be incorrect information on Game Changers. Now
0: it's not. There's there's that really long, and I don't recommend listening to it. But the debate <laughs> between Joe Rogan and the other guy and the guy that made Game Changers. He got battered a little bit. He, we did. But he he's an MMA, MMA fighter or UFC fighter, and so he's gone in it with that kind of a defensive because he just created this amazing documentary that shook mm. culture, but also quite attacking um, approach to defend himself. Which made for a really hard listen, and he was like, oh, you know, prove you wrong, then prove right. He's kind of attacking
1: yeah. people. I think immediately from the offset with that documentary, it's it's marketable because the the fact of what you just said there is it's a UFC fighter, so everybody associates veganism to not getting enough protein, yeah. to not being able to, yeah, to how could you be vegan and not get get protein, and how could you still maintain muscle mass? And then oh, big. Alpha male I think doing what, it. What that's it's done why is it works.
0: Intelligently, and for the right or wrong reasons, it's removed a stigma that you received when you were eating roast potatoes and sprouts, sprouts yeah. on, on Christmas. And right, and I think that's a really good thing. It's, stigmatism has been removed from being a vegan, and that's great. <laughs> uh, I, did, did I set out a podcast to do that? No. And I really felt like.
1: What? To remove the stigma against vegans? Yeah.
0: and And actually, what I'm really excited about, and this month has taught me quite a lot, not only about diet and nutrition and habits and everything else that we've spoken about and burnout, um, it's actually taught me a lot about what I should go on a quest to discover. And I've written a thing here, which is, what am I craving to learn? Mm. And it's a powerful question that I've asked myself, because, yeah, you're right, last episode I said in the middle of it, yeah, we started this Tight Nutrition Month, which I'm not entirely sure how much I care about.
1: You said to a nutritionist, I'm not really that interested in Titan Nutrition. But it was one of those where she's not really going to care. She didn't you know. She
0: didn't. And to be fair, she she didn't really, for a nutritionist, want to spend too much time speaking about nutrition. Who food, does? So. She, well, yeah. I, I, if I'm honest, who does? Yeah. You, you know, Lucy Watson probably did. You know, bang, there goes a, a book and a restaurant. Mm. Now I can move on. I feel like it is. It, it's a scientific thing. Yeah, And it is a scientific discussion where humans are all constructed very differently. Our Mm. habits and our our eating habits are very different because of our childhood. We just spoke earlier before this podcast about the idea of being treated and using a treat to get over trauma or to get over everything like a divorce, how that leads into your later life and Mm. how when you've had a bad day, you have chocolate cake, you know, that's a problem. But also... On the other end of the scale, you can have uh, an anorexic problem, an eating disorder around not being able to eat enough food. And then that person might watch the Game Changers documentary and go, oh, God, I've got to be a vegan. She might starve herself from B12. And I just yeah. feel like it feels like a really dangerous thing to be throwing around uh, culturally, politically, uh, without really saying to everyone, by the way, this is about your journey. And yeah. I, to be honest, in the land of self-improvement, I'm really discovering that in different places. Like... You, the philo- your philosophy of life should just be improvement, right? Whether that's improving your diet, improving whatever, but it can only be on your terms. Mm. And it's really hard to, and this is where I think the world of self improvement is changing a little bit. Even diets, right? We were going to have somebody on here that wrote the book, The Last Diet. So we're even getting to a point now where people are writing books like The Last Diet, <laughs> like because that what has there not been done apart from deep fried mercury and moon fucking land stuff, like yeah. I think people are running out of ways of dissecting and cutting up self-improvement and diets and all these things that are really just confusing everybody.
1: Absolutely. Um, yeah, what's your... Um, well, you... you. Um, I also don't think you've had that much of an issue with eating issues. I guess what I was interested in was not so much like, oh, what should I eat? Because I think it's quite straightforward what you should eat, mm. generally speaking. But um, I, be- I was interested in the psychology that goes behind eating. And to be fair, we touched on that quite a lot with... Um, Andy Ramage and we, we kind of touched on it with Rosemary, but we touched on it with Andy Ramage. I, I, some, I don't know if we want to go like step by step with with the with the three guests that we've had and try and dissect the learnings um, yeah. that that we've got out of them. If we do that, we'll do it chronologically.
0: Chronologically, I think, we... yeah.
1: So I won't jump into Ramage yet. No, from Dagenham,
0: Bonello. <laughs> so Bobby Bonello, lovely girl, um, and has done such a brilliant, brilliant job on herself and also you know with body transformation. Um, Yeah, I feel like my biggest takeaway from that one was, um, I I think it was it was more around the uh, the idea of what a lifetime diet was, right? So like that's, I liked how she was speaking about how there were fads and you know diets are fads and whatever, and that's that's the known thing, right? But more importantly, you can do a fad diet, you can do a keto diet to lose fat, you can you know do a vegan diet to be uh, to gain clarity, whatever it is you want to doing it for, but know that you're you're just Going to gain that, and you're not going to gain a lifetime diet because some of them are. Mm-hmm. You're, you're sacrificing um you, the other stuff that your body might need, the other nutrients that your body might need. So I like the idea, as I said before, this point was discovering yourself through experimentation, yeah, with diets to find what your lifetime diet
1: it's is. Lifetime diet, then that's that's just what you, that's <laughs> that's just the what well, I guess it's the, <coughs> the, the that's the, just the,
0: what you're eating for the rest. of The rest, yeah. The rest of your life. It's what you
1: go back to. And again, with all of these things... So like your bread and butter, your 80-20. Yeah,
0: mind the pun, bread and butter, like that. So no, it's more, I think, yeah, your 80-20, which is the point that that Bobby made again. And I think if you go to... Like, you've gone on holiday, okay, let yourself go, let your hair down, eat, pray, love, and then return to your your habits. And it needs to be... The thing about... That shouldn't be an imprisonment. That shouldn't be like a life sentence. I think it's much more comforting and you can be more spontaneous once you know what your lifetime diet is you can make things really tasty once you know what your lifetime diet is and to understand your lifetime diet is to understand your own body and how your body is best mm. fueled so it's a, it's a quest of fueling your body in the right way is what I took away from Bobby's podcast the, nice
1: yeah good takeaway
0: thank you and I mean you I loved how you'd, you'd already read Andy's book uh, which is very helpful for having him on we're very excited to have him
1: back Andy's book Let's Do This. So that was secretly our first paid um advertisement podcast.
0: Yes, that was. Thank you, Andy. Well we are looking forward to receiving the three thousand five hundred pounds
1: for, <laughs> for, for that episode. Yeah, so with Andy Ramage, um so the the takeouts that I needed to take from that, I think whenever you Digest a lot of information. I think you only normally sort of hang on to one or two things, don't you? Immediately, yeah. I think it could be beneficial for us to actually do some write-up of the episodes, actually, and go through them and to list the points and elaborate them on them further. But for for that book in particular, what I liked was um, I find it interesting how he says you should food you should you should uh, you should choose a food group. So he like whether that's paleo or vegan or whatever. The reason why that helps people that have emotional difficulties with eating is that um it, it solves a lot of the, des- the decision-making process. I can't get anywhere more words. This is really
0: big, by the way, the dis- on this um, mindless thing and creating a lifestyle that's mindless. Mm. Like, again, this is where I see value in, in finding things like a diet or value in things like having a straight workout plan that you're working to for six weeks. They get a lot of heat, these things, like six-week diet challenge or whatever. But I can see why, because the decision-making process element yes. is removed.
1: Yeah, I think that's key as well. I've realized, I'm have realized i realising that a lot with anything. The reason why I want to do, say, manner and just do classes is because mm. then you, ju- you don't have to... You, when you do a, a fitness class, you don't have to go into a gym and you don't have to think about anything yes. apart from just struggling to get through the class. And then you know that you've done a good workout. It's the same with any sporting activity. I would always try and do like a football match or play at squash or something like that as opposed to going to the gym and having to make any decisions on my own. Because um, um, the, the game become... You're not focused on reaching 189 BPM or whatever.
0: You're just trying to get through it. Yeah. I think our bodies need to be like animals as well. Do you know what I mean? Like we need to be a bit more... You didn't like the... Uh, the cr- no, I didn't like that. Animal flow state. Animal me, flow so. state. Thank you, Elliot, for that one. But I, I, <laughs> I just... I think I've got no... I have no patience in the morning because I want to just sweat and get into that animal mind Yeah. it's like, right... I don't think about anything, it's just breathing. And I think um, yeah, classes and, and actually group workout um, environments for me are really beneficial. Or even I've got this um, personal training thing that I use, so I can just go and look at it and go, right, can I can go through that. Mm-hmm. So, and, and like you said, the London thing that you've re- you, the cut guide thing, like, all of this stuff is to minimize selection because we know what we're like as humans. We like to make uh, the easiest selection or the path of least resistance. And that can be as small as being in the queue. Uh, at Tesco's and seeing a chocolate bar versus having a, I don't know, whatever else the other alternative is. Yes,
1: yeah, so on that point as well, um, something I've done, there's another book I've, I'm listening to about uh, food. And um, essentially, it makes you write out, and some, I don't know, There's all, this is like you say, there's so much counteracting information. Mm. But this information was, you know, write your list of absolutely never will you consume those and that is you now forever. Like, don't consume those foods. When you've done that, and obviously, you might still do it, but when in your head you're like, "Well, I can't." I've written them out in the list. That's like the decision. One decision's mm. taken away from your food choice. Struggling with the word decision today, aren't you? Is it? Does it? I think I always do. I you think do, a- you've
0: got two struggle words: narcissist,
1: and narcissist, decision. and yeah. the Arsenal striker, Bamiyang. I did it right there. Fair enough. Na- narcissist. Decision. Desi- is that even right? Just that you're sort of putting a Z in where the where the C should. Yeah, but it. I think that's not like a one-off mistake. Decision. I think that's... Fro- the. I think it's on the back of having a Saturday, like, breaking dry jam. I had a dry jam breaker. Wow. We can touch on Do that Do you too. want to talk about it? Yeah. Dry jam breakers are the worst. So it was... Um, oh, I, I've got this new thing. With we, To be fair, it goes back to D&N. So beer, I've now decided with a C mm. that I'll only have two pints and then the rest, like, a gin and tonic or whatever. But obviously... The um the, the problem with that is that it gets you hammered like a lot quicker if you just drink something like gin and tonic. Oh, so you're saying that if you stayed on the two pints. So what's the benefit, what's the gain from I just there's something about pints that I think are really um unhealthy. <laughs> just, you know, like when you drink it, it just feels like so filling.
0: Do you know what I have the offer? It's like a of... loaf of bread. Yeah, I have, I have Guinness, for example. If I have a, a session on Guinness, I'm so in Dublin Ali. Yeah. And I felt I actually felt, like, oh, good, it was only Guinness. It wasn't any, like, rum or Cokes or anything like that. It was just Guinness. Yeah. Because it's quite high in iron.
1: Yeah, Guinness like is a bit different, though. But you know, like, um, a fizzy... What, IPA. IPA yeah, or something yeah. like that. And it's, we're not talking... The reason i have limited to two is because, as you know, it's very easy to have, say, like, eight or ten. Mm. And then I looked it up, and calories on that is, like, nearly three hundred and one. So one. So to, to have ten of those and then to, like... Normally, when you're drinking, you can just start eating a lot of food. and, and But you don't really drink. Uh, for me, I, I
0: hear like, oh, calories and drinks. I'm like... Phew. I've never woken up fat. Like, as in, like, the mm. next day after you've had, like, 4,000 <laughs> calories. i
1: you with a little... Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little <laughs> keg. I'm absolutely brave. <laughs> no, but like, I just... I feel like the drinking your calories thing, I just... I also think you expend a lot of energy on the night out. So I, just, I don't know. Then again, I look at it very differently. I just tried to do it to minimize my shame on the Monday. Yeah. Whereas you're doing it for more...
1: Well, all I know is in life, when I was happy with my physique, I never used to drink beer. I think the, I only discovered drinking beer properly when I went um, and lived in Thailand for like a month. Because mm. you just buy a bottle of Chang, like a big bottle, and yeah, just, yeah. it's so easy to drink. <laughs> and I just got really into beer then. And then I just know that I put on weight it's obviously to do with other things as well but I just believe when I was drinking like gin and tonics and vodkas and things like that it was just a lot more sort of slimline yeah. but I don't know the offset of that is that it's you know it's not very good for you just to drink vodka and gin is it I've got I a, a confession
0: it's... yeah uh, my diet mm-hmm. has been the worst it's ever been in the month that we've been talking about diet and nutrition
1: brilliant man <laughs>
0: <laughs> but wait you know, so uh, two things going on here yeah is that because I think I just wanted to focus on exercising regularly and just, like, getting into the flow of things and not beating myself up at the beginning of January like everyone else does. Are
1: or you rebelling? It just, like, yeah. Are you rebelling? It?
0: Honestly, you know, what was I at school? I was a little class clown just prodding, you know, pissing everybody off. I think, because we're learning about it, I'm like, yeah, fuck it, I can... You can do whatever I want.
1: I, think I, I do think you've rebelled a bit this month. I hope mm-hmm. we can rein it in next month. Yeah,
0: I have rebelled a little
1: bit this month. That's that, that's fine, but we'll rein it in next month. For what? With what? With podcast? Spirituality. No, 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 just you're rebelling. Yeah, I was rebelling. I think I rebelled against uh, Dry January.
0: I really rebelled against that. I went mm-hmm. on two big sessions in Dublin. Uh, and it's like, I've realised something actually, and I'm going go to go against what Bobby said, which is... That, How
1: could you do that?
0: I don't know, man. I'm just fancied it today. But I feel like... These restrictions and these confinements that we put around ourselves are actually really helpful. And diets are actually really helpful because they remind us to regiment ourselves and restrict uh, decision making, but also it leaves for more fun, right? If you just got given a billion pounds from your, from your birth and that was it, it was like, off oh, you go do whatever you want, or like 10 billion or 30 billion pounds in birth you wouldn't have anywhere near as much of a fun time of your life. Everyone got that same amount of money. We have to have, I think humans, <clears throat> even if you look at that sex explain, like people liking um, to be tied up and stuff, we like the science of restriction. I think we like the science of confinement. Yeah. And I think I'm, I'm discovering that unless I have told myself there is some sort of discipline around what I'm doing, be it my, my exercise, which never really seems to be a problem, I can always do that out of habit now, but diet, alcohol anything, drugs, whatever, if I don't say to myself, this is the what's acceptable and what's not acceptable, and I have that mindful conversation, or even write it down, it's fucking free-for-all.
1: Yeah, man. no, I agree. Well, that's what we're... I think we're coming to agreements on. And, and it's, there must be a lot of psychology of how many decisions that... You, <laughs> <There we are. laughs> Bloody hell. Was this a decision? <laughs> Wibble-wobble. There must be psychology on the amount of... Decisions, decisions that you can make uh, in a day I think I, I always remember that that thing they said about Mark Zuckerberg is mm. the reason why they wear all the same clothes is because they want to wake up and just not have to decide what to wear I get it but I with it's the same that. with food if, if, you, if you have your this is what I was trying to get these like five recipes that these are my go-to recipes because mm. I don't want to think about food because as soon as I start thinking about food I really think about food mm-hmm. like and i can't stop thinking about it but if i know oh, okay I'm, I'm not allowed to eat that stuff i'm gonna eat that tonight you know it's all decided and um planned out yeah it's planned out i, heard I think like, i think we need yeah we need this as humans who's it said that, that uh if you
0: don't plan your day someone else plans it for you and i feel like that is literally what happens if i don't go into my not in like regimented navarrev account like i plan every single hour of every day well, that's near a yard, yeah. like his name was. Um, I mean, just, like, have an idea of roughly what's good and bad and what's acceptable, which kind of is what drives us to the next month. Like, I, it was funny how every nutrition conversation we had ended up in a mindset discussion. Mm. With Bobby, it ended up in spirituality. With Andy, it spoke about mindset and positivity and, and motivation. Mm. Where with Rosie, we spoke about, you know, the hardest part of getting through my, uh, burnout was her mindset at the end and her lifestyle. So, just, go on. Just...
1: I don't want to move just to that just yeah yeah. there's one last point I wanted to make following on the decision decision making you've killed me here because I'm just thinking about that all all the time yeah Yeah. Um, it's also for me what I learned from the Andy episode is um, to get rid of that perfectionist mentality in the sense that slip ups are going to come along the way and the problem if you do regiment yourself and you have a slip up the problem is that you sometimes end up punishing yourself it's a form of self harm I think sometimes when you're like oh well I messed up Just this once, I might as well go in. Just keep messing up. But the thing is, if you manage to like not, you know, if you manage to do it once and then forgive yourself and then just go back to normal the next day, Mm. consistently over a long period of time, you're going to get the compound effect that you're that you desire. But if you just give in to the temptation and then think that's the end, you know, it's and it's a waste of time. Then that then that's where you kind of fail in your in your diet goals.
0: That's really interesting. Okay, yeah. And actually, um, it's the whole, like, is progression linear? No one in their life has linear progression. Even every best football player, Cristiano Ronaldo, whoever, mm-hmm. will break their ankle and they'll have a, a 10 steps back after 350,000 forward. So it feels like well, that's so right. The perfectionist mentality is pointless. In fact, the, the idea of perfectionism in itself is, a, is an insecurity. Anybody that strives to be perfection or have a perfection in, in a certain subject... Is insecure about something. Is worried about something being mm. brought up to light. It's the same thing as anything. Like if you, and I, and, I, and I'm really sure about that. Like if you're not comfortable with something, you're not being perfect. You're not comfortable. And if you're not comfortable, what is it? There's an insecurity there. And I think you have to do some digging around yourself to really work out what that insecurity is mm. around that perfectionism.
1: Is there any example you can add to that? Yeah, I.
0: Uh, okay, if I am. Um, um, Trying to be a perfectionist around uh, not drinking alcohol is a good example. I'll mm. be like, right, I've got to do twenty eight days. Why? Because I've got to do twenty eight days. Why have you? Why is it got? To be, why can't you just you know? Uh, yeah. Buta but. Well, I can't just do twenty drink whenever I want because I'm not I'm not securing myself to know that I can't do that.
1: Yeah. I can do that even. So that's yeah. It's very extreme behaviour that as well, isn't it? Mm. And and that's why. And I yeah, I'm noticing that actually that extreme mindset. Leaves no balance in the middle. It's just like no. it's just uh, extremely good or or extremely bad, and the people that probably are most content are the ones that meet in the middle. I think. I feel like it is. I feel
0: like it's acceptance and it's accepting that you can't you can't expect anything from anybody. You you really all you can expect is is the is well I guess Russell Brown was saying wasn't he the love that you can give out and the more this is when it gets really woo woo and spiritual, mm. but that's really all you can expect and like people to receive it. Rather than like, I don't know. We the voice that we're speaking to ourselves, in, that's what I really want to learn a lot about in the next month.
1: Can I ask you about your? So are we are we are we coming to an end there with DNN? I think so. Yeah, yeah. So DNN, you've been great.
0: Um, Thank you very much, DNN. I don't think we will repeat you again next
1: year. <laughs> Ollie's, Ollie's glad to see the back of you. Absolutely you filthy animal. But I think <laughs> it's a good. What, what's the inner voice like then in your head? It's a bit deep question, but like when you wake up, what what's the, your sort of yeah? What what voices do you did do you know what's across? interesting? I've got
0: really a lot better at this. So um, I, I write this, this thing every year on a plane and I write uh, an analysis of my year. And I write it in a voice from me to me. Um, so you felt like this that day. It was really hard when you went through that. Why, did you, why do you think that you felt that way? So, uh, so
1: you ask yourself questions? Yeah, like that. and then,
0: I, mm. and then I, I won't answer them. I'll just kind of pose the question. And then I the, following on this year, it's the first ever time I've done one after the other. And my voice that I've written to myself in is so different in that it's more sympathetic, it's more, hey, that happened, but that's not the end of the world because you remember the other learnings, remember all the other positivities mm. that happened that year. Um, so I don't think I, nec- I necessarily have a voice. I can't really hear a voice in the morning when I wake up being like, hey, wake up, man, or anything like that. But I definitely, I've, there's a voice that I have. It's more a feeling, I think. It's more of a feeling of, uh, it, it used to be shame and you're not good enough. I think I'd wake up in the morning feeling like that. This time a year ago, that was my driving fuel. My spiritual driving fuel was shame and probably uh, insecurity and all of those things, which are really dangerous, uh, dangerous fuels to live off. I think. Whereas now, my um, my fuel is. I feel like it's much more. How much further can we get? Like what improvement? I think mm. and iteration from a place of pride. Rather than insecurity, and that's not that changes because this morning that was not the case.
1: Improvements to what? Like your what? Improvement. Whether it's my
0: health, whether it's my uh, business, whether it's my relationships with people, whatever it is, my mentality now is much more. It's not disappointment. It's not coming from a place of disappointment anymore.
1: Yeah.
0: And it really, re- I genuinely think it was for about six months, and um, that's not an instantaneous thing. Nothing is. I just think the voice that I've... The the work that I've done on myself, whether it's writing on this book every Monday when I feel depressed and then reassuring myself when I feel depressed, or uh, whether it's me feeling pride when I should feel pride, not beating myself up for doing something that I probably shouldn't have done, but I've learned from, um, just a change in how I am dealing with my own failures. Whereas before, it used to be like, oh, when you fail, you've got to fucking beat yourself up, and be like, never do that again, and Eric Thomas kind of vibe. Mm. I don't think that is a, for me, and it is purely for me, I don't think that is a healthy mindset for me to live for very long in. And I'm finding that I'm becoming nicer to people than nicer I am to myself. And I'm less, I'm not less judgmental. I'm definitely always going to be quite highly judgmental. But I'm not acting on any judgment and I'm not judging myself in such a negative way as well. Mm -hmm. so so what i'm trying to say is and i really want to get someone that's far more articulate on this podcast to talk about this i want someone to explain to me why just by speaking to yourself in a happier more mindful voice and mindful is a bad word to use because it's very hippie in a kinder voice is there science in that once you start doing that everything else seems more colorful and everyone else seems more lovely
1: yeah well, it's interesting. I mean, you were telling me that you wanted me to listen to the podcast. Um, I don't know what the guy's name was. Naval. Or something. It's actually Naval's brother, Kamal. Is that actually his brother? Though? Yeah. Oh, it is his brother. Yeah. They
0: look very similar, but Kamal's got much more grey. He looks more. Um, that is spiritual. amazing
1: because the reason why that confused me is because I, I knew it wasn't the other dude. I was like, that's the same name as him. Mm. So but I didn't put two in together that you could have a brother. For anyone that's interested,
0: Navar Ravakan is the angel investor who's much more about literally taking life from uh, capitalism all the way through to spirituality. He's he's yeah. unbelievable.
1: His Joe Rogan episode's really interesting, isn't it?
0: And then Kamal, who then did Aubrey Marcus's podcast, yeah. he is uh he hit rock bottom. He calls it the rug slip moment, where he flew back from um a late-night flight to go tell his wife that he... Missed her and he loved her, and she said to him that she doesn't want to be with her anymore. Yeah, and that was his deepest experience of 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 rug slip.
1: Why was I? And, uh,
0: yeah, yeah. And but, then he basically goes on this quest of he he never felt lower than that moment then, yeah. and he wanted to work out really how he could propel himself into being, I guess, loving himself.
1: Yeah, and um, what? Uh, yeah. So the reason why I was I was mentioning that is because. And I've seen criticisms of this before, but he's pretty much touching upon like you would, you know, that stuff where you stand in front of the mirror and say, you know, I love myself. I love myself. For me, I don't, I don't know if that's right. I kind of think that's, um, I do think that's verging on a bit insane. If I was Mm. to, if I was to stand and look at myself in the mirror and say that things, I. I wouldn't care if anyone saw me doing it and think I was going insane, but I would actually start to question you know, And am, am I actually starting to lose my mind a bit here yeah, doing yeah. that stuff? I mean that seriously. Like, I feel that's bordering insane. And I think, because, I don't know, what, what's your view on that? Because okay. when I heard him saying that, it kind of put me off the podcast, because it's not my, not, oh, I, I don't it. believe
0: in that. It's super American, and I completely understand that. And when I think about the process of that, I get it. You need, okay, firstly, I would listen to the full podcast and hear him explain it. No, I, yeah, of course. Because they get onto it and they go like, it feels really weird and they, they're sort of slagging off positive affirmations as well at the same
1: time. I want to caveat with that because I am open-minded to listen to this podcast. It's just that when I was listening to it, I was in a, you know, when you're not in an absorbent no, mindset. Do so. not
0: listen to this podcast. Like, actually, do, don't listen to any podcast if you're not in a place of curiosity. I think they're really, really detrimental to your brain. Yeah, Because, mate, I do it. I try to get into the habit of listening to a podcast every morning. And then and just some mornings, it hurts. Like, yeah. and I judge myself because I'm not listening to it. And I'm, and I've got Gary Vaynerchuk or someone on my ears being like, you know, if you don't wake up and want it every morning, it's like, fucking out. like, I'm trying to. So don't listen to that podcast if you're not in the right mindset. If you are in a curious place, listen to it, because what it's basically saying is your brain is a really um, complex but also simplistic makeup of, of thoughts. And the more you will have this regimented, it be seven-minute thought process of, I love myself and I'm grateful, I love myself and I'm grateful, breathing in saying i love myself breathing out saying i'm grateful you're, you're, it's like dr what's he called joe dispenza he it's basing a, a, around basing the science around rewiring hardwired thoughts and negativity and, and and really misjudgment and trauma so it's it's basically spending 7 concentrated minutes in, in pretty much brainwashing yourself to remind yourself to speak to yourself in a loving way yeah. so it's changing your autopilot ment uh mental voice
1: but with that also you've got the physical benefits that we know come with deep breathing so there's that as well and it's
0: meditation like even if you focus on two sentences for seven minutes it could be fucking pigs don't fly cows sit on the grass whatever the two sentences Mm. are at least you're focusing on one thing and you're removing temptation of of, uh, multiple thoughts
1: Uh, something else he said in that podcast which um, when he put it the way he did it when he put it the way he put it I agree with and we've discussed it before For me, and like he said, meditation actually is, it's not walking in the woods, actually. And he was saying that it's not moving and it's not doing anything like that. I actually, I don't believe it is either anymore when the way he put it like that. I feel like when the whole point of the meditation is to be still and to, to sit there and just not try and not think about anything. And I don't know if you can do that when you're walking around. I think you, it depends what your because you're thinking like. about walking and you're like moving and I don't know.
0: I think some people need to. Actually, I again personalized because I've I've done walking before and I felt really mindful. Maybe I don't feel meditative. I yeah. think you're right to really truly whatever the true meditation Zen feeling is. I think that needs stillness, but I think a lot of people would find and derive great benefits and value for and stilling of mind if they were to just take a walk and not focus. I could, yeah, I also think. Some people need to distract themselves somewhere else to be able to have that thought and unpack whatever thoughts are in their head. Yeah. Because like Naval, his brother, will say, meditation at the beginning is really you coming to terms with a lot of things around you anyway. And it's really rare to have a silent mind ever.
1: No, yeah. I think the the thing is, I think walking is fantastic. I walk around Virginia Water and it is very meditative, mm. to be fair. But I think there's an, another... Scientific or physical benefit we're missing out by sitting there and breathing in, really, like breathing in and and doing that kind of. I think we're scared of exercise. It, I, okay, I'm what, just le- yeah it's scared, and also it's like it, it does take a lot of willpower. That's one of I the. Think it, does. It, it meditating takes. I think it probably takes the most willpower in the world to do that.
0: Which in itself is against the purpose of it. Yeah. So like, it's a really hard thing to habitualize. Remember you and I being in Wimbledon every morning. We did 20 minutes. That was fucking hard.
1: Mm. And then tried to do it. In the Didn't evening. he say that was the practice he did? Or is that Russell Brand does the practice that we did? Yeah, Russell. No, he yeah. does transcendental. We learn vedic, which is essentially the same thing. It's like twenty minutes twice a day. Yeah, which is a huge investment in of the time. And I
0: think you have to go away. I really think you have to study that kind of thing for a year. You have to go into the Alps or wherever it is the the uh, um, Himalayas with Jay Shetty. Like, I think you've got to go into those places to really understand the benefit because we're not getting the why enough. I don't. And I hate to use that. Term, But like, to do anything, to learn anything, to like, even if you're listening to that podcast, if you listen to that podcast and you don't like the idea of meditation, it won't go in. Mm. And if you, if you go and, to a freaking headspace day and you don't like the idea of meditation and don't really understand the benefits behind it, you won't want to learn.
1: Yeah, I think they need to, sorry, I interrupted you, Carl. No, I was going to say, but
0: I think to learn anything, you need to understand the true benefits from it yeah. and go, right, those guys, go and meet, okay, if you met a monk, And you love the idea of the radiance, this monk's giving up. We met Will Williams Mm. and we had this feeling of like, whoa.
1: I truly believe. I felt, that was the first time I've actually felt energy from someone. I'm not just saying that I felt, you felt different around him.
0: So that's the what, and you get the why bit and you go, right, if he's got that, I want some of that, as Mm. simply put. It's like if you met um, uh, Usain Bolt and you've spent time with him, you'd want to learn how to run a bit faster. I feel like if you learn the why and, and what you could possibly be, then you'll do it but yeah
1: but it's almost i think we need things it short short no not shortcuts we think we need things explained in simple benefits like that i agree so if if i said to a therapist i'm really struggling with self-esteem at the moment and she she goes i really recommend you do meditation to improve your self-esteem mm. oh well that seems straightforward but at the moment it's like you should do meditation and yeah we don't really know what we're supposed to get out of it because i feel like we need to know what we're going to get out of something to put that much time into it it's like when you don't want to do animal flow because you associate, you know what you need to do to your body to make you feel good. And that's to burn a lot of calories. It's to sweat a lot.
0: There's that. There's, the, there's what I'm losing out on. But it was also where's that voice coming from? And I think if, if somebody from authority says to you, you need to do this thing around self-esteem, you go, well, that's probably real then.
1: Yeah. Whereas true. if a
0: peer says to you at the same time, hey, have you tried this thing? What do you know? Like, they say
1: everything. Everyone says... Uh, every, every, of
0: course. And that's how these things within culture, yes, okay, they're contagion, they pass on, and everyone goes, oh, have you had this thing? But the people that put into place the action of doing those things would only really do it if they can see right in front of them the benefit. It's like if Katie's skinny friend says to her larger friend, Mary, I'm doing the ice cube diet, Chance on Mary <laughs> will probably do the ice cube diet. Whereas if Katie is 45 stone and she's saying, if you try the animal flow technique, Mary's not going to touch it because yeah. it's not coming from a place of authority in body shape. So I feel like, I don't know, and, and actually Naval, I hate quoting this guy over and over again, but he, he speaks a lot about um, even acquiring information. And like when you read a book and when you listen to a podcast you can read a line over and over again. If it's not sticking, you just don't give a fuck about it enough.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: yeah. I. there are so many things on the podcast that I've written down in my little notepad in my in my phone. And I've, none, I was going through, I was like, I've forgotten that, I've, forgotten, I've remembered that. Yeah. And like, one out of the ten things that I've written down, I've remembered.
1: If you think about how we associated learning, though, growing up, it was very much revising for tests. So it was, you don't learn anything, you just cram it, and then you can, I, I've, I can like when I just passed my theory test. Mm. I don't know any of that shit. (laughs) It's quite worrying for me about to go on the roads, but I don't remember any of those. Right now, yeah, (laughs) like I wouldn't get the same score, but 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 I was on the app for like two days before just hammering it. Yeah, but that's how we've associated learning. So, but but the things I do remember, for example. Um, one day I remember Ali saying to me a good friend of ours this is really random but I was walking up the tube stairs and I was doing the two step thing so it was a bit of a burner Yeah, he's like why did you walk up the stairs um like a lady. And I remember, that all the, <laughs> but I remember that all the time now. Do you know what I mean? Some yeah. things just stick in yeah. your mind. And, and they and hit you, you. And you can't force that, I don't think. It's, okay. If you're it, not interested. This yeah. goes
0: back to Martin Lucas, you know, when he was speaking about the birds and the plane and whatever flying over your head. Dippy egg. Whatever, yeah, all the dippy egg, you know. So whatever goes over, you know, whatever happens in your childhood, if they, okay, I'll do the bird things, it's easier. Three lads walking down the road. Um, one of them, they're all 18 years old. There's a bird and a plane and nothing that flies over, Right. So when the bird flies over one of the kids looks up no one says anything when the second when the when the plane flies over the other kid looks up no one says anything and when the third person is walking along he doesn't look up why is that well, because the this is the first person, his granddad took him to a bird museum, or the second person, parents died in a plane crash. Whatever it is, you make these associations. I think to your childhood. So you walking up the stairs like a lady mm. is maybe a fear of you being feminine when you were younger and being a bit taken out of you. Like I feel like yeah. little weird different things land with you because that's the construct of your mental being, and and that's why. Some books of self-improvement really work with some people. Some podcasts really work with other people, and others don't at all. And again, I'm going to fucking say it, but this nutrition thing as well.
1: But it also goes back to, if we're intelligent enough, we can link it back to um, the decision-making paralysis. Um, yeah. Because it's just, it's the reason why we want to know the benefits is because we can only make so many decisions what to do with our life. I need to just stop using that word, yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. Um but it's true. So it's the same. It's the same thing that we're talking about. If 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 I say to my if I really want to help my self esteem, I just want to know the quickest way to do it. And okay, that's that. I'm doing that for self esteem. I can move on to do other things. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, I think there is a link there.
0: There there is a link. I think it, yeah, you're right. Moving moving the decisions up, you know away from the process and and having I hate to use this phrase, but having a big enough why. And I don't mean what's the grand purpose? Like I want to be the fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger of the 22nd century, or whatever. I mean, like understanding of it. Like, are, I don't think you can have a, a why if you understand the purpose of what you're doing. If you don't understand the purpose of what you're doing, mm. um, is the yeah. thing.
1: No, it's good. Um, so, so obviously, we're talking about spirituality, and that is our. our well, clearly, our, we've got a lot of unanswered questions. <laughs> yeah, I think one thing I'm really interested to learn about in spirituality is also ego, and and I don't, I don't know how, who you can speak to to really help us understand ego because I don't I don't understand it too much but it seems to be everything all your insecurities around your Mm. ego essentially you know when Russell Brand was talking about it on Logan Paul podcast I think once you're at ease with your with your ego or the fact you don't have I mean will you always have an ego? Yeah yeah Does everybody always have one?
0: So what I yeah I like this I love the subject of ego because it's like the and monks will say uh, surrender everything you have no possessions you have no love you can't you know, by the only way of having true zen and stillness is by owning nothing and therefore being only able to give everything, right? So that's one idea, which I think in, in this world that we've been brought up with would take so much um I, I don't want to do that. You've got the other side, which is um, more of a sort of uh, a stoic mindset, which is like let things wash over you and you can have and own everything but really know that they don't own you Um And yeah, detach yourself from your ego in certain decisions, but understand what works best for you. It's that's much more from what I understand, stoicism. So, a little movement away from monk, but still quite, you know, Mm. you don't own anything and like possessionless. I think all spirituality is going to be possessionless, and really, there's no way of um, of reaching utopian happiness if you're basing it around your possessive uh, wealth.
1: Mm. Um, What do you call spirit? What is spirituality to you then? What is the definition of it to you? Oh, to be honest, Not a definition, because that's like oh, I'm having to define. Definition a word. is like asking me what I thought was a diamond. The little facets that come off spirituality. Uh, yes,
0: yeah, so for, for me, spirituality is uh, how we view ourselves, how we view our purpose of being, how we connect with other people, um, why we do certain things, and how we and why we behave in certain ways. Um, uh, you know, it, to be honest, it really is everything that I care about. I've written here mindset, fear, progression, philosophy, self love, you know, these things that are important to get your head around, because really, they're the overarching things. But when you're having a terrible day, time, whatever, if you understand the bigger picture with things like philosophy, mindset, fear, and, you know, all that stuff, it makes those days and the smaller decisions a bit easier to understand. And and the actions of others. Why has he done that? Why has he pissed me off? Well, he hasn't pissed you off. He's shown you an area of your of your life that you're insecure about. Mm. So I just I think you, it it will hopefully enable us all to be less judgmental, less affected by other people's actions, but equally more understanding of the world that we're
1: in. Yeah, I think that summarises it well. Do you think we're gonna feel the the end like? The new energy in the room when oh, we're that. hundred percent. So when it's March, because we've had spirituality month, every the room, there's energy. I actually think our in Collier's Wood we had good energy. I feel like there there was an energy in that room. Yeah. I don't know if Maz has a part to play in that. He I think injects he it.
0: He does, yeah. He goes to the area before and he goes. To <laughs> sprays it. Yeah. The
1: Febreze. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's what I want to do. If if anybody um the three podcast or the four podcasts that I've listened to uh this month that have changed my way of thinking have been Unbelievable. I would actually recommend anyone to go listen to them as well.
1: Yeah, um, maybe that should be part of what we what we promote in our month and is other podcasts. So I to send them to. to all of our listeners. I sent them to
0: to Josh, to Tash, to you know, uh there's Aubrey Marcus and Peter Crone, Freeing Your Mind. Unreal. Aubrey Marcus cries in it in the middle of it, which is unbelievable. Uh Yow, Habits and Triggers on the London Real uh podcast. Yeah. And then Russell Brown, which you sent me on uh impulsive Logan Paul's show. I've watched it three times.
1: Yeah. I'm um, gonna
0: watch it on the way back from this.
1: And we've got we got Aubrey Marcus is joining us, actually, isn't Yes. He? Yeah, next week
0: he'll be on here. So um, please, all of you, subscribe and uh, let your friends know as well.
1: Yeah, I'm going to take this moment to actually have a call to action now, a yeah. clear call to action. We are creating, I think it was Ollie's idea... Um, a WhatsApp group. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a WhatsApp group. Yeah, I've not even mentioned that. And um, we've, we've, we've put these little messages in before, and, and I'm going to be completely honest, we've never really had anyone come back at us uh, when, I've, when we've had a little message. So I don't know if people listen right to the end. However, if you are listening, we are putting together a WhatsApp group where uh, we want to create somewhat of a community. We want to get a bit more tighter feedback from you guys because we re- really respect... Uh, the value of the, the opinion and a lot of the content we've been trying to create has been self-centered around our own sort of ambitions but we think that think it's it's it could be more beneficial to actually listen to you guys and girls directly and shape the content we produce in response to what you want to listen to. So if you're interested um, just, I don't know, DM us on Instagram or Twitter or whatever um, and then we can put you into the WhatsApp group and then you can get first dibs on our content Um, and you can help us shape future content
0: absolutely because this really is about yeah okay it's our own personal growth and learning but it's about us um, providing the best things for you guys to listen to it's you are the people that we care about making content for so I'd rather not just make crap things that no one cares about, like dark
1: <laughs> and and there's rumors that, um, you know, brands are interested in us. So I'm just gonna do an impromptu Ollie on the spot. You're yeah. holding a Tenzing natural energy can there, <laughs> yeah. I am. So, um, um, imagine this was a podcast advertisement read sponsored for Ten- by Tenzing. Sponsored by Tenzing. go, yeah. Hi,
0: guys. So, a lot of you know that we go through um, our own struggles and dog days, and there's one thing that I really, really care about, which is my own nutrition. Hey, it's why I launched my own brand. But look, one of the things that I recommend if you if you can't, you know, create your own Sorry, brand. Did,
1: did you just try and disrupt a brand's advertisement by promoting
0: your own brand? Well, I'm more doing like a sister brand thing. Go again, go
1: again, go again.
0: Hey guys, so like, you know how much I love uh, nutrition and how I really value that we all go through our own struggles and do you know what? Sometimes struggling can be really, really hard and that's why I rely on tensing natural energy purely from plants. Um, to be honest, this is the only way that I really get energy into my body. I gave up coffee four and a half years ago and I've never looked back. So, if you can do one thing today, I would go onto Tenzing's website. I go buy some. I'd probably buy 12 if I were you. I'd be very surprised if they hadn't run out. And um, yeah, it's made up of like lemon juice, root sugar, like loads of really, really good stuff for your body. Not only is it good for your gut, but it's also good for your mind. Um, as, again guys that's Tenzing and if you just use the link ollie2020 that will get you a 15% discount thanks guys that was amazing
1: <laughs> that was actually really good so why the hell would a brand not sponsor of us that should, we send that to him? should we send that to Tenzing I will be, let's send that to Tenzing <laughs> we um, don't invite Ollie for a coffee because no. he doesn't drink it no, 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 no I've given it up I'm only, <laughs> I'm only on Tenzing's now <laughs> only on Tenzing's um, yeah fantastic so Brian if you're a brand no one call to action that's join the whatsapp group so yeah, get in touch um That was fun. That was fun. Thanks so much, man. Just, we never actually explained why this happened. Well. Oh, we were going to have a
0: guest on about nutrition, um, and they're not coming anymore. So that, that's that. And, so, and Peach yeah. is really, really, really busy. Yeah, um, which is he's not going to hear this. So great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah. No. In all seriousness, though, we were supposed to have a guest today. Um, the show must go on. Ollie's battled for it with a injured coccyx. Indeed, I've battled for it with an inability to say decision properly. Oh, nice. smashed that one? And um, we will go again. Next time you hear us, it will be to start our spirituality. Match indeed Ooh. thank else. you thanks for listening guys don't forget to follow us on our socials at the dog days pod leave us a comment let us know what you think and we'll see you next week these are the it's not a